We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where I help you stop putting out fires and start leading. I'm your host, Jethro Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. With this episode, I'm launching a new website, transformativeprinciple.com. You can go there to learn about and join the mastermind. And also, you can go there to learn how to get positive press for your school. What's better than you telling your story all the time? Getting other credible third parties to tell your story for you. Go to transformativeprinciple.com. Once again, that's transformativeprinciple.com. Welcome to Transformative Principle. I am excited. This is episode 450, and I have my good friend, Dr. Courtney Orr, here with us today. She's going to be asking the questions and talking about what's going on with Jethro. So welcome, Courtney. It's good to talk to you again. Thank you, Jethro. It's so great to be back, and congratulations on episode 450. That's amazing. Yeah, unreal. Uh, Courtney was last on the podcast episode 200, which seems like ages ago, but it was right after she left Fairbanks as my assistant principal. And it was so great to have her working with me back then. And I just couldn't wait for the opportunity again. So here we are back with Courtney. So this is exciting. So Courtney, I'm going to turn it over to you and you get to start asking questions and guiding us through this conversation today. All right. Well, sounds great. Yeah. 250 episodes later, here we are again. And wow, you just never stop. You are up to so many cool things right now. But I do have to ask, you know, as you're as you're going on episode 450, which by the way, I saw that you are over a million downloads now. Congratulations on that, too. 
changing the lives of people all over the world. You know, with that many downloads, I obviously podcasts are a favorite for people for personal and professional growth. And, um, you know, especially with the pandemic, when there's not as many in-person types of professional development, how have you seen, you know, since we've, since the last time we talked that the pandemic has shifted your conversations with educational leaders, um, with your podcast, how, how has that affected it? Well, what's really interesting is that the problems that existed before the pandemic still exist even during the pandemic. And one of the things that I've noticed is that the pandemic has really woken people up to recognize that a lot of the problems we had that some of us have talked about changing for a long time have just been exacerbated. So one really specific example is when the shutdown happened in March of 2020, pretty much every school district across the country said nobody's going to be negatively impacted grade-wise for this. So everybody basically got passing grades. And what did that tell our students? That grades are just made up and they don't matter. And that's actually been the case for time immemorial. That's always been the case. And nobody really talked about it or knew that it was going on, except for those of us who were aware and we saw that they... They haven't meant anything for a long time. So then we had the situation where kids had to start going back to school. And last year, different places did different things. But a lot of principals saw struggles with kids and their learning. And there's been a lot of talk even this year about learning loss from kids who have been out. And learning loss is just something that we make up to make ourselves feel better about about our jobs, basically. Kids don't ever lose their learning. They -hmm. just don't continue to learn in the way that we expect them to. So learning loss is another thing that to us, it's learning loss because they haven't had instruction for a year, but they haven't actually lost anything. They're still where they were or further developed. And I would argue that every kid is further developed and it's just not in the way that we think they should be. So that makes adults upset. Right. Yeah. And I know in your podcast, you've you've had circled back a lot on, you know, childhood trauma, things like that, working with students who have experienced trauma. I imagine that that information that you've covered in the past, and I know you're really focusing on it in the present, will be especially useful for teachers and leaders and students and their families, you know, now and definitely once hopefully this all passes us because we've got we've got a lot of pieces to pick up with our Well, that that's exactly the case that there are uh, struggles that people are having that um, were they were having before the pandemic. There are challenges that people have faced uh, before and some of those things have just been exacerbated. Other things have become a lot better because we haven't had all the pressure of going to school and all these different activities. But that's a very real issue. The trauma that people have experienced is real. And, you know, I think that one, another example of how things have changed is this devious licks uh, hashtag that was on TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat uh, over the, the last month in September, uh, where kids were going in vandalizing and destroying the school property. And when that came up in the mastermind, we talked about how this is just another trend. And if you haven't been focusing on supporting kids and making them feel like they belong to your community, then these kinds of things are going to continue happening in your school. 
Maybe it's vandalism, maybe it's fighting, maybe it's something else. But when the pandemic happened, a lot of districts just kind of abandoned taking care of kids and just made it about the academics. Others really dove into providing meals, providing support and help. It's more important than ever to be focusing on meeting the social and emotional needs of our students more than ever has been before. That's that's, that's absolutely true. And I know um, you've been working with principals very closely with your mastermind, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, And I'm sure that, you know, that has been invaluable to them getting ideas from you and from one another on how to move forward through this pandemic. Um, Over the last 450, do you have any favorite episodes or any favorite little nuggets of learning that you've gotten through speaking to so many people? Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's like saying, which kid is my favorite? And, you know, that's nearly an impossible uh, question to answer. But there are a few that have stuck out. There are some big fish kind of moments where like when I interviewed Seth Godin in episode 131, that one was really amazing and an awesome opportunity to talk to somebody who I have admired for a long time. And to have him be generous enough to come on the podcast was awesome. But The other part is that there have been a lot of principals that nobody has ever heard of who are doing amazing things in their schools. So, for example, a recent one is uh, Gina Rodriguez, who's a principal in El Paso, Texas. And she dealt with a shooting at a Walmart not far far from her school. She dealt with a parent who died in her school parking lot after getting in a little accident. And she was also dealing with the border crisis and has been for several years, the border crisis down there in El Paso. And she's just down there doing these amazing things for her kids. Despite all the challenges, all the upheaval, all the difficulties, she's still rocking and rolling every single day doing great things for her kids. And it's those stories that are just the most inspiring. Nobody knows who Gina is because she's not winning awards. She's not out there on the speaking circuit or anything like that, but she's doing amazing things things for kids. And since you and I last talked, that has really been my emphasis is trying to find people that are not famous, but are doing really great things. And it's really exciting to hear and be able to share those stories. But I really do think, Courtney, that I've gotten a PhD in educational leadership from interviewing 450 people. So I don't have the doctorate yet, but you know, in my mind, I'm Dr. Jones already. (laughs) Absolutely. You've had some really impressive professors along the way and very inspirational. That's what I love about your podcast is you make it real and accessible for everybody that's listening. So thank you for continuing to be authentic in that and having those types of leaders as well as the big fish on your um, podcast as well. So we already know, you know, your podcast, the transformative principle podcast is doing awesome. But what I really want to know about now is your website, transformativeprinciple.com. You've really been focusing on that a lot more. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Well, transformativeprinciple.com is the source to become a transformative principal. And what I want people to know is that it's possible for them. And a lot of people who I talk to say that they love listening to the people that I'm talking to. And almost everybody who is not already out there promoting themselves says, I'm not a transformative principal. I don't know what you're talking about. And I want to give people a way to become confident that they are a transformative principal. And 
So transformativeprinciple.com is where people can go to join the mastermind and learn how to do these things and get some support and help in becoming the best principal they possibly can be. Okay, so tell us about a mastermind for anybody that's listening that might not be familiar. What is a mastermind? So mastermind is a group of committed people who get together and discuss problems of practice, basically. And what we do is we come together, we support each other, and we help people work through the challenges that they're facing. So you're from Kansas City, right? Mm -hmm. So you know what good barbecue tastes like, right? Oh, yeah. And so if you take good barbecue and you, the best barbecue takes a long time and it, you slowly cook it low and slow is what they say. And you just let it sit there in the heat for a long time until it gets ready. And it just takes a long time to do that. Compare that to a microwave meal, which can still make you full and give you nourishment, but the taste is just not comparable, right? Right. So going to a conference, which is what most people do for professional development, is like a microwave meal. You go, you get a bunch of stuff really fast, and it's great, and it fills you up, but then you go back to school, and then you get hit in the face with all the things that you need to be doing. The mastermind is like that low and slow. We meet regularly, once a week. We talk about the problems we're facing. You close your door virtually for an hour and get the just-in-time professional development that you need. You open your door, ready to face the world and ready to face the challenges that are coming. And that's what we equip people to do. And that's how people become transformative principles, by getting that support and help in that process. All right. Well, that, that sounds amazing. And for sure, I mean, that is one of the biggest problems with professional development is having that time. I mean, to go along with your, your theme there, to digest the information mm -hmm. And, um, you know, really put it to practice. And it sounds like, you know, that, that that's not just coming from you. That's coming from other principals that are in the same struggle or were struggling and now have success in something that you are struggling in. So I, I just love that you provide that for principals because sometimes that is a very lonely position and there's not a lot of people that you can turn to. So thank you for creating that space. John Cat Educational supports high-quality teaching and learning by providing publications that are research-based, practical, and focused on the key topics proven essential in today's and tomorrow's schools. The latest John Cat publications include a book whose bold, transformative ideas amaze and infuriate people around the world, according to one reviewer, a title from Global Leaders in Curriculum Planning, Practice, and Retrieval, one book that says stop talking and start doing with regard to teacher well-being, and much more. These books, used by educators of all roles across North America and worldwide, amplify fresh, engaging voices with practical strategies to create transformative change. Learn more in our show notes at jethrojones.com slash podcast. there's somebody even after hearing all that who's on the fence about joining a mastermind what's something that you might tell them to kind of get them to see the bigger picture the the value in joining something like that 
Yeah. So there are a couple things. One of the things that people uh, often bring up is that they feel isolated and lonely in their position. And that's a natural thing to be feeling. Principals all over the country feel that. So that's not a unique thing. And if you actually talked about it, you'd find that most of the other principals are feeling some aspect of isolation. So if you want to get out of that isolation, then, you know, we should talk, come schedule a call with me and let's, let's figure out how I can help you out with that. The other thing that principals have a hard time doing is they have a hard time spending money on themselves and they think, well, I should be spending this on my teachers and helping them and and getting them professional development. And that's true. They should provide professional development for their teachers, but principals need it also. And superintendents and assistant superintendents, they know that and they, they have funds set aside for principals to get professional development. Um, And those are usually the barriers that people are facing. I'm lonely, but I don't want to admit it. And I I feel like I should be spending this money on my teachers. And really, I just say, you need that for yourself. When you are a transformative principal, you help your teachers become even better than they were before. Because you approach the problems in a different way. Rather than seeing them as problems that you have to overcome, you see them as opportunities for growth, opportunities for change, opportunities for improvement. And that's not just fluffy speak about change the word and then it's okay, but it's about saying we can overcome this and you're not alone in overcoming it. You can have other people help you out. I love that. Yeah. Self-care is so important right now. And especially, um, you know, for somebody that feels isolated in their position and this is just a form of, I think I imagine, I mean, some people probably feel like it's self care just personally, but definitely professionally, it's a way to care for yourself and your staff as well. And I know, Uh, people that have been a part of your masterminds and just have nothing but great things to say about it. Some of the best professional development they have received, they say. Awesome. Um, All right. Well, something else that you're focusing on under transformativeprinciple.com kind of goes along with what you shared about Regina, which is sharing the great news about the positive things that are happening in your schools. So I know you personally have had a lot of positive press over the years and something that you want to do is to help others be seen and heard as well. So what's something you've got going on to help people with that? Well, this is really an area that I don't think a lot of principals are paying enough attention to. Um, I was talking to a guy who lives in Georgia um, a few weeks ago and he said, I mentioned Gwinnett County Public Schools, and he said, oh, that school district, they're doing a lot of great things. He's not in that district, but he, as just a normal citizen, not in education, understood that the school district was doing great things. And that's where that's where you need to be as a school. You want people to, when they hear your name, think they're doing great things. Now, it's not because we want everybody to move into your community or, or anything like that, but your school's reputation really does matter. And you want people to say that school's doing great things. It helps in publicity. It helps in fundraising, um, service, community building, all that kind of stuff. It really helps. And as a principal one year, I had a goal to get my school in the newspaper or the local news TV station one time every single month. And that was just to build up the great things that we were doing because we had amazing kids and we had amazing parents and we had amazing teachers and they should get the credit. And in fact, when we were at Tana, you and I together, we got on the news about the step team and I wasn't even on that, 
but you were, and it was a great opportunity to share what we were doing in our school and such a great opportunity for those girls to share what they were doing. And I still use that in almost every presentation I can when I'm giving presentations because it's so cool to say, here's this thing that these kids were doing and we get to highlight it and there's some credibility from other people. So if you go to transformativeprinciple.com, I've got a video and a workbook series to help you get positive press about your school. And I invite people to go do that. Transformativeprinciple.com, just scroll down. You can see the newspaper page, get positive press. And let's work on getting your school out there more often because it really does make a big difference. Yeah. And I mean, to go along with transformative principle, talk about transformative students. I remember with that example that you shared, just having those students in the news and interviewed for the work that they were doing, the work that they were creating, transformed them into seeing, okay, the the work that I'm putting into this isn't just for my quote, like pretend audience at my school, Mm -hmm. this is for my community. And they were receiving feedback from the community about how this was so needed to represent um, their culture and, you know, a lost kind of dance form that that isn't really highlighted in schools anymore these days. So when they saw that, the work that they put into that program just increased tenfold and so did their passion. So yes, transforming principles, transforming students, press can do a lot of positive things. Well, and what's so beautiful about that story also, just to continue it, is that after you left the school and the new vice principal came in, she was working with them also, and they started traveling to different places to do their performances in North Pole and at uh, other schools and all that, all these different places. That was amazing. And like you said, because of the work they were doing and getting the recognition for it, they were then motivated to do more and more. And that's what this is really about. It's not about saying, I'm such a great principal, I need to be in the paper. Mm-hmm. It's about recognizing our teachers and students and what they're doing and how to get them out in front of others so that they can see that they have a real audience for what they're doing and that what they're doing really matters. That's, that is perfect. Well, I am looking forward to seeing that as a resource on your website. Through your podcast and your mastermind, I mean, you've already said you should basically be Dr. Jones by now, which means, um, you know, I want you to write a book. And just so happens you are already a published author, but you're working on another book right now. Um, Tell us about this book that you're working on. So this book is really a push from Kimberly Miles, who I've had on the podcast a couple times, and she is just a great principal in Gresham, Oregon. And she has said over and over again, Jethro, you need to write a book about all the things you've learned from from doing this podcast. And so I've gone through about 2 million words of the transcripts of all the interviews that I've done, which is a ton of words. And I went through that and found the key uh, insights and uh, dispositions that you need to have as a principal in order to become a transformative principal. And as you can imagine, it's all about culture because about half of the people on this podcast have said that it's about that culture really matters and and it truly does. But there are a lot of other little things that make up 
what it means to be a transformative principle. And the place where you start, as you mentioned already, Courtney, is with yourself and taking Mm -hmm. care of yourself and putting boundaries in place and having good expectations for yourself and having a good process that you go through. Now, to be honest, I don't know what this book is going to be called yet. Right now, my working title is How to Be a Transformative Principal, but I think that's going to end up being the subtitle. So if you want more information on that, you can go to jethrojones.com slash book, and you can get some more information there. And And what I love about it is that it's it's a book that is going to keep living because the podcast is going to keep going, and I'm going to interview more people and get more insights and be able to add more to that. That's awesome. Any ideas on when you think it might be available? Yeah, sometime in the spring of 2022. So uh, I'll make sure people know about it and I'll talk about it on here, but I think it's going to be a great guidebook on how to become a really transformative principle. And um, with those key dispositions, what I've learned is that all the great principles are paying attention to those things. And there's 12 of them. So basically, uh, you know, you could think of one per month for a whole calendar year, and it's um, it it's not impossible to do, and they all build on each other. So as you do one, it makes the next one easier. So by the time you get to culture, which is the most important thing, all the groundwork has been laid already. That's great. Well, definitely sounds doable. Um, you know, something that people can implement, like you said, one time a month would would be perfect. Well, I'm so excited. I cannot wait for that to come out. And I can't wait. I mean, I thank you for consolidating all of that important information you've gotten <laughs> over the last 450 episodes into one book that we can all <laughs> resource. Um, okay, so if you had one piece of advice from your book or from the last 450 episodes or both for someone who is looking to transform their school, what would you say? What would that piece of advice be? Yeah, so this is this is good because I've also taken all of the, because I ask this question at the end of every interview, what's one thing that someone can do this week? And I've taken all those, and that is over five hours of just those answers that I've wow. put into one thing. So you could listen for five straight hours and just hear the answers to that question. And there's a lot there. There are a lot of different answers. A lot of people said different things. And what I'm going to say, the most important thing that you need to do is to have empathy for those that you're working with. Too often, we think of kids and teachers as numbers. We think of them as employees or students or whatever. We really need to recognize they are human beings first and foremost. And when you start there, and you have empathy for what they're going through and what has brought them to the point they're at, it makes it a lot easier to care about them, to love them, to support them, and to go out of your way to serve them. So find a way to have empathy for every person that you meet at school this week. I love that, and I couldn't agree more. Well, Jethro, as your friend, I am so proud of you. As you are my mentor, I'm so inspired by you. Thank you for doing 450 episodes. Um, I know that we will still be keeping in touch and working together in some form of, uh, or another for the next 450. So That's right. uh, I hope you'll have me back at episode 900 or, you know, whenever. But keep doing this. I know you're affecting a lot of people's lives personally and professionally. And just thank you so much for the work that you've done and congratulations. 
Well, thank you. And I want to say thank you to everybody who's listening to this. There's no way I could have kept going if I didn't know that people were listening, if I didn't hear from people. So on this milestone today, if you take a moment and just uh, shoot me an email, shoot me a text, 8017-JETHRO, you can send a text there. It just means the world to me. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thanks for listening to Transformative Principle. Hey, middle school principals, what if I told you that all your teachers had to do to teach your students really valuable social and emotional competencies was just press play? In Control SEL is a fully automated video curriculum that teachers and students absolutely love. And that's because it's easy, and it looks just like a Netflix or a YouTube show. So all you have to do to hear about how it can completely transform your school is schedule your call. Tell us Jethro sent you and you'll get 20% off if you feel like it's a good fit. So go now to www.incontrolsel.com slash strategy call to schedule your call today. The link will be in the show notes. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.